Good morning. So in the first episode, I talked about, I just jumped straight in and talked about how I, um, the reasons behind firing a client, uh, my, my thinking behind it and some learning points. In this episode, I want to talk a bit about specialism and that kind of segues talking a little bit about the history of Glass Mountains, which I hinted at before. So the company was set up in 2001. It was originally called Jojet Limited. I think I just invented any old name because back then it didn't, didn't really matter what it was called because I was a, I was just a contractor really. So you'd be hired by an agency, you would go on site. Um, the limited company was just really there for tax purposes. You get all your work through recruitment agencies working on site for a limited period of time. So I did that for a couple of years and then I really just got bored sick of it. I wanted to be more the master of my own destiny. I didn't want to be full-time employee somewhere. So that only kind of left uh, the new route of I would work with clients directly rather than contracting for ag agencies. So that meant instead of just knowing you know, my own skills of at the time web design, web development, you then have to be the marketer, the salesperson, all that stuff. Um, that went on for a couple of years. It sort of, I made a living out of it. You certainly learned a lot of lessons. And I quick, I, I, I can't remember the exact period, but at some stage I suddenly twigged, oh my God, Joe, why are you running around doing all of these different tasks? Why are you doing the sales and the marketing and the design and the development and the support? You know people who can do each of these individual elements better than you. Because I did, because of course, you know, I was from a freelance background, so I knew a lot of people in the industry. I don't know the exact time, I'm going to say about eight years ago. Might be a bit more, might be slightly less, I think. Probably more, if, if anything. That's when I started to offload the design to another freelancer and a lot of the development to um, um, a freelance developer. That obviously made a big difference because you got scale then. You know, not everything is dependent on you um, and you can just focus on fewer areas rather than trying to spread yourself too thin, which actually works well into the theme of, of this podcast. And the business kind of grew from that for a couple of years and I and over time I've added more and more people to my freelance resource pool so now we've got a, a good close-knit team. I always hesitant, hesitate to say how many simply because some people are kind of here doing a load of hours each week then occasionally and I've got other people on the books who only never need to do something occasionally like maybe there's a, a Google Tag Manager expert who isn't used all the time or there's a SVG animator well we don't need that all the time but it's good to have that person around and close by so yeah the business poddled along for a couple of um, years now back in those early days I think I'd have to look at the web archive you know the internet archive website thing to see how the JoJet website looked back then but I'm pretty sure it kind of said like you know we're that usual all-round digital agency we can handle your website, SEO, PPC, you name it. We said we could do it on the front of it. And I can remember 
after a while feeling that that was causing me a load of stress. I don't mean stress in terms of um, keeping you awake at night. I suppose what I mean, I was aware that something was wrong with that offering. There was an element of discomfort. Um, and the discomfort was that the company was much better equipped in certain areas than others. I enjoyed certain elements of projects more than others. I didn't like having to say we knew SEO or new PPC when we kind of just knew the surface. So before, uh, at some stage, I really streamlined that back. I ditched all those other kind of services and I just said we focused on websites. And I think not so long after that, maybe a couple of years, I even went further and just focused on WordPress websites. And I think that's got a benefit in many ways. For one thing, you've got less on your plate. When you're engaging with a client, you can speak candidly and freely and authoritatively about the subject domain which you own, which you control. You haven't got to have that gnawing feeling in the pit of your stomach thinking, oh God, I'm saying we do SEO or PPC, but bloody hell, it's a bit, it's a bit of a reach. Because, you know, it doesn't, those feelings don't feel good. And it's not a good position to try and pitch your work. If you know, It's almost like an animal level. If, if you're feeling nervous and uncomfortable with your offering, you know, you just, you, you give that off. People can smell that off you. So for God's sake, just peer it back to whatever you, you love doing and whatever you're good at. Because the reality is, of course, you know, small companies or even bigger agencies, you cannot be good at all of these different things. Time and time I see small agencies say, oh yes, we're an all-round digital agency, we can do all this. And you think, you've only got a couple of people. It's impossible for you to have all those skills. Why pretend that you, you do it? Why create a business for you which is built on a lie and built on a pretense? That just seems to me like a, a pit of worry and a pit of concern. For God's sake, why do that to yourself? Certainly nowadays, I mean, certainly after 2020, with remote working, small agile companies are much more of the vogue now. From my perspective, um, we've always collaborated, collaborated with other companies where needed. There's Pete Seymour from Seymour Creative in Newport. He did the branding for Glass Mountains. He did the name for it. Because, you know, look, me and my guys can knock up a logo, but for Christ's sake, that is not branding. Maybe some companies confuse the two, which is why they, they bundle it all up together. But on any project where I know the company has not got a good brand in place, I would recommend in Pete Seymour. If I come across proposals which talk about accessibility, I explain that me and my guys are accessibility aware. We did a hell of a lot of work on accessibility for a Monmouthshire Council website a couple of years ago. But I say we are not out-of-the-box accessibility experts because there's a whole minefield. If you want to go the ex extra mile with accessibility, we always put a line in the, um, in the proposal to mention the Disability Accessibility Centre uh, run by Gavin Evans and his team down in Neath. Now, we've worked with Gavin and his team on the um, Monmouthshire Council website, and they were absolutely fantastic. If you, if you ever get a chance to go down there, 
and um, all of his team have got all uh, have got various abilities and they can talk you through what the issues are you are with your designs and they can they can prototype it and they can uh, test it i have to say their input on the momshire council website was fantastic in terms of improving the accessibility of it and improving our knowledge of accessibility websites they were also very good at explaining as well that you know just going for things like i'm going off on a tangent here but going for things like wcag 2.1 etc that doesn't necessarily make give you a very clean accessible website but the point is if i if i try to get back to the point these areas are specialisms you can't know them all you can't expect be expected to know them all so why pretend to know them all so yeah we'll bring in accessibility if needed um SEO or PPC companies, we can recommend them where needed, but we don't need to know all, all of that. Because you know, this brings me to a quote by Richard Branson, which always gets on my nerves. Now, I don't quite know the context he was on about, and perhaps he is a multimillionaire, so maybe I shouldn't complain about him, but a lot of people too. I think the quote goes along something along the lines of, um, if somebody asks you to do something, say yes and figure out how to do it later on i just think that is an absolute crock what the hell is that all about what if you've got no idea how to do something just say yes so you you set up an expectation to the client that you can do it if you don't know how to do it how do you price it and if you don't know how, you've got no idea how to do it how do you know you're not going to let them down it just sounds dishonest it doesn't sound an authentic, honourable way to do business to me. I mean, by all means, have some latitude. I mean, if somebody comes to us and say, look, we've got a WordPress site and we've got a big issue with it, even without looking under the surface, look, we've got WordPress expertise. I'm pretty sure we will be able to fix it. So yes, you've got latitude and scope within your area of knowledge, but just saying yes to everything, absolutely no way. And I think the other truism, or saying, whatever they are called, is worth mentioning at this point is the old jack of all trades master of none which goes back to that kind of promoting yourself as the all-round digital agency i i don't think you know i just don't think it's very useful to do that and i don't think businesses are really looking for that certainly from my experience businesses are more than happy to take recommendations and, to, and for you to collaborate with other businesses. I mean, most of our work, 99%, God, must be something like that, comes from word of mouth. So we've come in as that trusted partner. They've got a problem. Somebody who they trust has recommended us, so you're already in a different position. You're not, you're not really pitching to them. It is more about an honest conversation. So if they suddenly say, oh, yeah, and we've got this problem with our keyword rankings, I would say, look, we don't know about off-site SEO much. It's not really our area. We'll you know, obviously we know about on-site SEO in terms of technical build. We know and we always keep an eye on Google Search Console for our own reasons anyway. But things like keyword density and linking and measuring and tracking keywords and SERPs, that's not our domain and nor do I want it to be our domain because that is the domain of SEO. And we will have people who we can recommend that to. And I can honestly say, when I'm writing emails about proposals, when I'm speaking to clients, laying out our services, I feel 
much more comfortable setting out my stall like that. And if I feel comfortable setting out the stall, my stall like that, if I feel like that, I'm not selling, I'm just explaining what we can do. And if it's of interest for, for them, they can take it forward. As soon as I think I'm not selling, then you actually accidentally do a good job of selling. Um, so to finish off, yes, we specialize in WordPress. Do I think we will always do that? I don't know. I mean, as a technology, I can't see it going away at the moment. I can't see anything else or needing to replace it at the moment. It's certainly got a good shelf life left in it. So there is, I mean, like any business, we're always looking at, I say we, but it's probably mainly me who, who looks at that kind of strategy side of it. You're always looking at your products and services and what you need to offer. Like for instance, you know, now website performance is more of an important thing. So I will more than likely have a page on the website which goes into detail about that. Or now with GDPR, CCPA and all that stuff, I will more than likely go into um, detail on a page about that. And do you know what? You know, privacy, GDPR, CCPA, cookie banners, that's a good example here because that is not the legal dimension to those things are not our our not uh, our area you need legal advice for that which is why we teamed up with dac beechcroft legal company and there's a legal company in in the states whose name escapes me at the moment and those would be our preferred partner to work with on projects where those skill sets need to be aligned and I think there's a lot to be said about being honest and upfront about your skill set as opposed to pretending you can do everything. Because I don't think people buy it and I think it causes you individual stress. And again, I don't mean stress in the kind of the worry way, but stress in a discomfort. Yeah, discomfort's probably a better word. In a discomfort which I think comes across when you talk about your business. Oh, look at that, it's coming up to 15 minutes, so I think that will do. Thank you very much for listening.